the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria. Hello, good afternoon. This is Mark Longoria, Director of Ministry Development here at uh, AM630 KSLR. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, we're going to be talking to a good friend of mine by the name of Stuart Perriman. He is the pastor over at uh, Agape Christian Church here in San Antonio, a church that hasn't been around too long, but they're full of the power of, of Christ and full of uh, the gospel and ministry of Jesus Christ. And so we want to uh, just give you an opportunity to get to know who he is, what their church is about, uh, what's going on over there at their place. And so, uh, Pastor Stuart, thank you for joining us today in the studio. Thank you for having us, Mark. It's a joy um, to be with you. Um, God is indeed good. I appreciate the invitation and allow me to come down. Absolutely, um, to man. To be able to share with you all. Yes. Good, good to reconnect with you again. It's been a Amen. couple of years or so yeah, uh, yeah. since I was last around in these studios. Uh, <laughs> but in any case, I want uh, people to know more about you, more about your church, what's going on. The, the name of this program is called Church of the Week, and we like to feature a church every week. And the reason we do that is because we are grateful for the audience that we have on radio. We're mm-hmm. grateful for the fact that people listen to teachings, Bible teachings on, on radio. However, we want to make sure that people know that it is vitally important for them to be connected to the local church. Amen. Uh, there, we shouldn't use radio as a substitute and say, well, I already got my word for the day, so I don't need to go to church. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to proclaim the gospel through these frequencies, but we also want to make sure that people understand as clearly when we say that they should be a part of the local church. And so today we're featuring uh, Pastor uh, Stuart Perryman of Agape Christian Church. Tell us, before we talk about the church in itself, Tell us about you so that people get to know who it is you are. Are you a family man? What's going on with you? Sure, sure. I'm a native San Antonio, actually from the east side of San Antonio. Um, grew up at the Boys and Girls Club, loved that, and into oh, sports and things of that nature. And it kept me out of a lot of trouble. And I'm grateful for that as well. Um, my mom is Billy Perryman. My dad is Gilbert. They're both from San Antonio area. I have uh, three siblings, older brother, uh, Gilbert, and two sisters, Angela and Sandra. Been married to my wife for 20 years, Bridget, right. Bridget Perryman, three beautiful girls, um, Patrice, Alexandria, and Sydney. Load the shotgun. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. But the blessing is, here's the deal for any guys that are considering, um, I've shared with the church, I've shared with them, they have to know at least 25 scriptures before they can propose. Come on now. <laughs> That's good. I like yeah, that. yeah. Um, so I'm really uh, a blessed guy to have a, um, you know, it's amazing how God, um, looks past all of our faults and to grace us with families and, and kids. Mm-hmm. So I consider it a real privilege to even um, parent or be a father of children. Yeah. Yeah. And they're great girls. Great yeah. girls. Absolutely. How old are they? Um, Patrice is 24. Alexandria is 17. Yeah. And Sydney is 16. Sydney's right. the baby. She's in dance. Um, and so I've got one that's graduated from college, senior in high school, junior high school. 
Now, Stuart, you don't look a day older than 20 years old. Man, man. I received <laughs> that, brother. I received that. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's great. So uh, so you're pastoring this church. Yes. Uh, how long have you guys uh, been pastoring? Uh, we're we're four months in, Mark. Four months. Four months in, brother. And um, God has been gracious. Um, you know, for me, the journey really began um, growing up in church. Again, mother single, um, single mom in the house. Um, sent me to church all the time, made sure. As a matter of fact, coming up, church wasn't an option back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I grew up at the Collison Park Baptist Church. Um, pastor Lemuel Smith was my pastor, um, great guy, jolly guy, um, always took me under his wings. I just always found it fascinating yeah. to just hang out with him. Um, and a lot of great deacons there. I remember guys, Edgar B. Walker and Charles Dawkins. I mean, so many guys, Ernest Greenwood, my uncle, um, they really invested in me as a young boy, mm-hmm. um, putting me up behind the microphone, allowing me to sing, um, being youth day leader, um, things of that nature. And so I had, I had a good foundation. Very, very good foundation growing up um, at Coliseum on the east side. And then um, the Lord called my pastor home. And then um, Randa Draper, you know him very yes, well. Um, he ended up taking over the church that I grew up in. And mm-hmm. um, from there, he began working um, ministry with Maranatha. And I kind of grew up under his wings, right. had great teachings underneath him as well. Um, and then served there as a youth pastor for 15 years or over 15 years. And so um, a brother came to me one day, Mark. And um, he and I were just talking. He says, Stuart, you know, um, you never know how many people are waiting on you to put a stake in the ground. Just in mm. casual conversation. And it rattled me. You know, it kind of rattled I me. Bet. And so, you know, the Lord began to just show me some things and reveal things to me. Um, and the Lord showed me that it was time. And so um, called an old buddy of mine, um, hadn't talked to in years, and talked to him about, you know, what the Lord was putting on my heart, what I really felt. And when I shared it with him, the first things out of his mouth was, Stuart, I've been waiting on this. Mm. He said, I've been waiting on this. And so he and I have been kind of working together. And, wow. you know, God has just been opening doors and things have just taken off, taken off very fast. What kind of counsel can you give to someone that's listening now that is at that place, that they know they've been faithful to the local church, they have been uh, servants, they have been, uh, you know, just involved in every aspect, and but they know deep down inside that, they have that voice of the Holy Ghost that is telling them, okay, it's, it's time for you to put your stake into the ground. How, do, how, how can they best make that transition? Yeah, I, I believe more than anything, seek counsel. Get counsel from yeah. someone else um, in ministry. Just sit down and talk to them. Share your heart. Share what you feel the Lord may be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, also share it, share it with their pastor um, that, hey, this, this is where the Lord is leading me. Um, continue to be in prayer. If they're married, make sure that the wife is on board with it mm-hmm. um, and that she understands the calling and they're in agreement. They're on one accord. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's very, very critical. And continually pray, pray and asking God to confirm yeah. um, that this is his will for their life. Absolutely. You know, the, the reminded of a scripture in Ecclesiastes, it says that for everything under under heaven, there is a time and a season. Yes. And so being uh, able to take those steps in the right season is vitally important. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes we get a little eager, want to jump the gun, we're excited about, and it's it God is, God's saying you need to hold off. It's just not your time yet. And then there's other times where God is saying, "Come on, when are you going to move?" Well, yeah, exactly. You know? And a lot of times, you know, people will sometimes say, "Hey, it's your time," yeah. um, but you got to hear the voice of God That's above good. everyone else's voice. And when the Lord says so, you'll know it. That's a good word right there. You've been listening to uh, Pastor Stuart Perriman of uh, Agape Christian Church here in San Antonio. They meet at Live Oak Movie Theater. 
That's located off of uh, on Pat Booker uh, Road. That's seventy nine zero one Pat Booker Road. You can find out more information about them them uh, online at agapecctx.org. Again, the website is agape a g a p e c c t x dot org. If you'd like to call them and uh, get some more information from them, you can call them at two one zero five nine nine two two four four. There's uh, other things that we'll talk about here as far as your your um, social media and things that are coming up uh, in a little while. But uh, let's talk a little bit about the ministry itself. What can someone experience when they walk through the doors of this movie theater? Why movie theater? Um, you know, what, what's the culture that you're creating uh, sure. within the church? Sure. I, I think from, from the beginning or from the onset, God led me to Matthew um, 22, 37 through 40, Jesus dealing with the religious leaders. Um, as it relates to love. And he said, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, strength. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. He says, on these two hang all the law and the prophets. And our our church theme really is love God, love his people, and watch him work. Mm. Um, And just from that scripture, and and, and it's really not that difficult just to, to surrender all to God. And then to love his people unconditionally. And then what we share now is what we call look at God moments. Mm. Um, when we're loving God. We're loving his people. We're seeing God do incredible, incredible things. Um, and so that's the heartbeat of, of agape. When you come in, you'll get to experience people who really love God and will love on you. Um, and then also, you know, I was a youth pastor, a local guy from San Antonio. Got a, a youth heart, a young person's heart. And so we want people to just feel just feel at home. Feel free to come in and worship the king. Um, and, and that's what it's all about. When all is said and done, we want you to experience God like never before. And what better way to do it than being amongst his people, worshiping the king of glory. Yeah. Now talk about your uh, your services. When do you all have services? When do you guys meet? We meet on Sundays, 9 a.m. Every Sunday, 9 a.m. at the Live Oak Movie Theater on Pat Booker Road, 7901 Pat Booker. Um, it's a blessing that they've opened up the doors to allow yeah. us to be, um, begin there. Um, several people had shared um, with me about the movie theater. And after the third person, I said, well, let me look into this. Yeah. And so um, Google did and scrolled down at the very bottom of their um, Web page. It says um, theater church. Right. And so I said theater church. Yeah. And so I gave him a call and the Lord worked everything out, all the particulars and details. And um, we're there. Um, we're able to get in, get set up. And um, we began right at nine o'clock sharp. And praise team cranks it up right at that time. And we're worshiping. Nice. Now, we're worshiping. what about the folks that are out there that uh, they're just used to traditional church like they're they're used to the glass stained windows. They're used to having, you know, a, that nice big altar that they can go to and the pews. And they're just they, in their mind, they have church, you know, in a certain way. What do you say to those types of guys? Well, I, I I understand, but I also understand that the church is the people, the body of Christ, and we're able to set up and take down. We have to set all of our sound equipment up and, you know, musical equipment and things of that nature. And it kind of reminds you of the tabernacle, yes. how they would have to set up the tabernacle and take it down and move. And so it's a blessing in that we're able to see that. And the guys, um, they volunteer. They're, they're great guys. They fellowship even in setting up. It's an atmosphere of worship mm. and setting up. And there are people praying over the theaters, especially coming in. You don't know what was on that screen the night right. before. <laughs> and so we're coming in and we're praying over the theater and, um, we're just we're setting the atmosphere for worship. And the moment we begin at nine o'clock, you just sense the presence of God 
in Live Oak Movie Theater, which is which is really awesome. Awesome, that is awesome. And so, what what about the future? What do you what do you envision? You know, as God called you into this ministry, and you kind of start closing your eyes, throw your head back, and just kind of begin to see the pieces of the puzzle coming together. What's in the future for you as a pastor? What's in the future for the church as as at least the way you see it now? Well, the way I see it, I, I really um, thank God that right now we're currently in the book of Acts. Mm-hmm. And I would recommend that as well for anyone who's yes. beginning a church. Start with the book of Acts. I mean, it's the first church. What a model. Absolutely. And so we're just tracking through Acts, allowing God to lead us um, as we go through it. Um, the vision for the church, we want to minister in the northeast San Antonio area, unless the Lord moves us. I mean, he's sovereign. He does what he wants yeah. to. Um, however, we, we feel led in that area right now. Mm-hmm. And so as we progress, we, we really want to be a church that's community driven, um, thinking about the times in which we live. We want to really promote enterprise. We want to promote businesses within the church, um, hiring within the church. Mm -hmm. So many different aspects that the church um, could function under. We really, really want to push that because times are changing. You know, you look at Chick-fil-A, you think about Hobby Lobby and all of those things. I believe God wants the church to be the church in these last days, to be a light. So when people come in, they know that they can be helped from the church. So part uh, part of the help that you offer uh, for those folks that are coming in, uh, we were talking before we started our, our interview here, it has to do with uh, these groups that get together. You have a focus on marriages uh, by studying this curriculum called Love and Respect. Tell us a little bit about that and how you're helping marriages get strengthened. Yes, and, and actually we've just concluded our men's and women's group, mm-hmm. small um, Bible study groups in the homes. And we did Kingdom Man by Dr. Tony Evans the, for the brothers. Excellent. And then the sisters did um, Priscilla Shires, Gideon, mm-hmm. um, his daughter. Um, and so they were great, um, great lunch for our small groups. But now we're going to target our couples, uh, married couples. And we've got um, several groups and several locations in the city um, that people could actually sign up to attend. And then so um, we really, really want to enhance marriages because, again, the foundation is the family, is the family. And the family's been under attack. We all know it. We see it in social media. We see it on television. Um, wherever you look, the family is under attack. So we really, really want the couples to come together. The men had their sessions. The women had their sessions. Now we want them to come together as couples um, to strengthen, strengthen their marriage and that their marriage would be a testimony yeah. that people can get a glimpse of Jesus by looking at their marriage. I heard somebody say if the enemy can destroy your marriage, his biggest victory is that he destroys your ministry. Hmm. So the wow. two together, it's uh, it's not only about destroying your marriage, but he knows that if he can destroy your marriage, your ministry as a couple will cease. Well, yeah, it, Paul shared uh, that to Timothy, you know, about you know, being in the home. Um, you think about that. If you don't have a ministry at home, how can you handle the things of the Lord at the church. And right. so it starts, starts in the home. It does. And, you know, the Bible speaks of, uh, of the men, speaks specifically to the men to tell them to train their child in, in their, in God's ways. Yes. And a lot of the times we tend to think, Hey, that's, that's mom's job. You know, <laughs> she used to do it. Or that's the pastor's job. That's why we take them to church. Let the pastor, let the Sunday school teacher, let them teach about God. But it's our responsibility as men. Yes. It's, yes. It's our job and, to, and to see, and to see the hand of God on your child. Looking at which direction, what bend is God leading your children in? Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus shared that um, with his parents when he said, didn't you know I have to be about my father's right. business? How is it that you didn't know? Well, Mary and, and he was 12 at that time. <laughs> he was 12. Yeah. He was 12. And Mary and Joseph didn't recognize mm-hmm. his calling. Yeah. 
And I think as parents, we need to recognize the calling of our children. But how do you do it if you're not spending time with them, praying with them, um, spending time in the word with them? That's a good point, because Jesus was, as we mentioned, uh, he was a youngster. He was 12 years old. We have uh, stories like Joseph and David and, you know, young, young young boys growing up and God was already using them. And a lot of the times we, as you know, the the group that we are today, society that we are today, we look at our kids and we think of them as kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, where in the Jewish community, they already they have the bar mitzvah where exactly. they're saying, well, "My twelve year old is now turning thirteen; he's becoming a man, and he's accountable to so, the law." Exactly, right. he's accountable, and so we got to train him in the right ways. And so we've got to be that uh, we've got to be that type of person that is proactive, getting our families involved and training them in the right way, and and not getting this um, uh, mentality of having Xbox or somebody else, something else be the, uh, the you know, what's going to take away their time. Exactly. Uh, and, and, and it's the babysitter. But we got to be proactive in that. And exactly. so it just takes that manning up. You know? And that's it. And, and that's what I love about the kingdom man um, curriculum yeah. that we've experienced. It's powerful and it really challenge the brothers of the church, the men of the church to step up. Mm-hmm. Now, you have uh, another group called, you're studying Single and Content. Single and Content. Right. Um, or the And you want to be married. So it's two different okay. single groups that we're addressing. Yeah. Um, and we're going uh, to be launching that um, toward the latter part of, of this month, September. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to get those groups going um, with our singles. We don't want to leave them out sure. um, in the church because they play a special role. And I believe that God is glorified even in a person's singleness. I believe that the testimony of a single can be great. Paul said it, you know, in, in first Corinthians, he talked about being single and how important it right. is and what a testimony it could be to other singles. And so we really want to address them as well and not leave them hanging or yeah. leave them out. So I know you got stuff for children. I know you got stuff for youth and that's vitally important because as our, our children are growing up in this society with, where it's full of selfies, you know, every three hours you're taking a picture of yourself and, uh, different things like that. There's cutting, there's, uh, you know, premarital sex, there's uh, all kinds of substance abuse and things like that, that if we're not taking our part in teaching our children, they're learning that type of stuff in school. They're yes. learning it from their friends. So you have um, something for the youth every first and third? Uh, first and third Wednesdays, Wednesdays of each month. We meet at Rolling Meadows Elementary School. Um, and I'm going to say something about the selfies. You know what we do at our church? Mm. On first Sundays, we have what we call first Sunday selfies. Yeah. Yes. And so each member um, will pull their phone out, gather around, just get with someone and take a picture. Yeah. And what we're doing is telling everyone, hey, if you're not worshiping, if you're looking at me on this selfie, come and worship with us at Agape. That's good. You know, we want to invade the kingdom of darkness, but for the glory of God. Right. And so we call first Sundays our first Sunday selfie time. And all the you know people have their phones out. It's just incredible. Yeah. Um, and it becomes an outreach. Yeah, it absolutely. becomes an outreach. Um, but, yes, we're going to launch our youth um, ministries on first and third at Rolling Meadows Elementary School. We had a blessing. Talk about miracles, Mark, um, mm. with the new church had a, uh, quite a few young people that were very interested in doing a retreat. And um, one young guy came up to me and says, Pastor, we're going to have a retreat. And I said, well, man, these things take planning. You just don't have yeah. a retreat, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. um, but lo and behold, um, I was calling T-Bar, um, mm-hmm. T-Bar Ranch in New Brownsville, and um, making a reservation for my wife and I. We had a special coupon or whatever. But anyway, the spirit just led me to ask. I said, can I ask you all a question? Um I know it's last minute. Do y'all have anything for youth retreats or anything? And they said, it's funny you ask. We had a group that just canceled. 
And so if you're willing, we can give it to you at a nice rate. Oh, wow. Um, if you're willing to do it and we can get your youth group in. Long story short, God pulled together an entire mm-hmm. youth retreat within two weeks time. Wow. And that was one of our look at God moments that we talk about yep. um, as God is just moving to just bless our youth. And so we've got a great, great bunch of kids, a great youth director. Mm-hmm. And so we're excited about them as well. That's fantastic. Give us a glimpse of what these meetings are going to be like, these first and third Wednesdays for the youth. What are some of the things they're going to be studying? What's important about those groups? Why, why should parents take a day out of the week when they know that it's a school week, a work week, and give it that much importance and that much value that they're going to get go out of their way on a Wednesday and take their child to this meeting? Well, the bottom line is what we were talking about earlier. The culture in which we live yeah. um, is really trying to shape the direction of our kids. Youth ministry is critically important um, in the church. I believe that we have a responsibility. I know the area of dynamics in a lot of cases. You've got single-parent homes. Um, and yeah. so there are godly men in church who need to step up to the plate. And we're blessed to have some of those guys um, to be able to do that. But youth ministry is critically important because, again, the spiritual foundation trumps sports. Um, it, it trumps any extracurricular yeah. activity. Those things are great and they're fine. But if we don't have that spiritual Eventually, it'll catch up to them, and we want to be able to create that environment where kids are able, and I've always had a heart for young people, but I really believe that when kids worship, it changes the atmosphere of a church. My heart's desire is to see kids stand up and just worship God. On Sundays, um, got kids that just come up, and we'll call them up and let them sing, um, and you'd be surprised at how they can just take over a service. Mm. Um, Got a a young guy at the church, kind of hangs out with me all the time, little Silas. Um, I made an announcement for the choir to come down Mm -hmm. to sing. It was time for them to sing, and so I made the announcement. Well, Silas has been observing me. One Sunday, I forgot, he grabs the mic and says, choir, come down. You need to come down. And so that's what it's about. That's what it's about, giving them an opportunity to grow, be a part of the ministry, so that they can lead and become what God wants them to become. Yeah, that's fantastic. Once again, you've been listening to uh, Pastor Stuart Perriman of uh, Agape Christian Church. They meet at Live Oak Movie Theater, 7901 Pat Booker Road. If you want more information, you can find it online at agapecctx.org. Or you can call 210-599-2244. Pastor, let's talk about um, uh, the future. I know that I I mentioned just a little bit about it, but um, has God given you any type of dreams and visions of where you, things that you would like to do that you're not yet doing in ministry? Yeah, I do. I believe the greatest kind of alluded to it a little bit really is that we would be the church where we're not dependent on the world. Mm-hmm. But that the world would come to us. Yeah. The world would come to us um, in every aspect, yeah. in every aspect. You know, and I think we've got, it's a bit of an uphill battle for us because we've been called to be the light. Yes. And to to be the salt. And um, I think a lot of times people look at Christianity and they don't want anything to do with it. They've yeah. either been hurt in church mm. Or they look at someone that is supposedly a Christian and they figure, well, what's the difference between that person and me? I mean, they're just as bad as I am. I see how they act on the weekends. I see, and there's, there's, there's. We've got to be different. We're yes. supposed to be a holy nation. We're supposed to be secluded, separated for, for uh, under under His righteousness. Um, and it's become, I believe, more and more difficult for us to uh, witness. I'm talking about in generalities here. I think there's a lot less witnessing going on. There's a lot less uh, gospel preaching by our own lives. I'm not talking about standing at a street corner and and preaching the gospel. I'm talking about just living 
Yes. You know, the Christian lifestyle. Yes. Yes. Uh, and we need to change that. We need to reflect who Jesus is. Yes. Is that something that's uh, that's important? To it's you it's the heartbeat of our church, yeah. loving God and loving his people. Mm. And a lot of times we miss out on the loving his people part. Mm. Um, we we do have a credibility problem. I think the church has lost its credibility. That's why it's difficult um, to invite people to come and worship because yeah. it's just no credibility on the church's part. Mm-hmm. But I believe it all starts with agape love, yeah. agape love, unconditional love. I'm going to love you regardless of your background. I'm going to yeah. love you regardless of what you've done to yeah. me or to anyone else. When we get to that place, Jesus says that, you know, by this will all men know that you're my disciples when you have love one for another and we've just got to love people if we do that everything else he says on these two things hang all the law and the prophets it's that simple loving unconditionally agape love that's what we're about yeah that's that's exactly how jesus loves us so much that he's willing to look beyond our faults and failures and if we can just grab a hold of that and get rid of offenses and get rid of our emotions up going up and down and just say you know what I'm going to love people regardless. Let it go. Oh, yeah. man. I think I think we would retake the position that we used to have in this nation as a powerful church. That's where it starts. Where the politics would come to the church. The politicians would come to the church and ask, seek counsel. Yes. Where the Bibles and Christianity and, and uh, prayer would still be in school. Yes. And we've got to take those steps to get it back. That's our heart. Pastor, any closing comments here in, in the last minute or so that we have that you want to make sure that— uh, our audience knows about you and your church. Yeah, I, I would just ask that you keep us in prayer. Keep us in prayer. Keep us lifted up in prayer that we continue to hear the voice of God. Yeah. Allow him to just lead us to become the church that he wants us to become um, so that people get a glimpse of him. Yeah. Um, he wants all the glory. And that's our heart is that they'll get a reflection of Jesus Christ when they walk through the doors of Agape Christian Church. Amen. And we will do that. We'll extend our prayers to you. And we want to once again invite those that are listening to um, get plugged into a home church. Once again, thank you for listening to uh, radio, this radio station, KSLR, that is committed to preaching the gospel 24 hours a day. But we don't want it to be the substitute for your local church. Get, get in church. We invite you to get out there. Go to Live Oak Movie Theater this Sunday. Get out, out there and meet Pastor Stewart in person. Get to know him as a person. Get to know him as a pastor. Get to know the church as your family. Get involved. Serve in every capacity that you can because that's what, that's what God has called us to do is to be servants to one another. So uh, closing information here, just so that you have it, once again, uh, the church, Agape Christian Church, meets at Live Oak Movie Theater at 7901 Pat Booker uh, Road, and uh, information online can be found at agapecctx.org. That's agapecctx.org, rather, agapecctx.org. Pastor, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having God us, bless man. You God bless family. you as well, Mark. Appreciate you. you guys do. All, All right. right. Amen. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.